Hey man, grab a slice. Get your gun. We'll watch some movies. We'll have some fun. It's pizza and guns and movies all night. Welcome to Pizza, Guns, and Movies with your hosts, Pat Dowell, Anthony Urso, and Jeff Dorico. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pizza, Guns, and Movies. I am here with my good friend, Anthony Urso, and I'm here with my good friend, Pat, <laughs> Pat Dowell. I just, uh, I just hit a vape pen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, that's right. Alderman Pat Dowell is yes, here with us. Yes, smoking that gonja. <laughs> but um, so uh, yeah, we're the uh, we're the greatest movie podcast ever. As per usual, mm-hmm. we are going to sit down and discuss a film that we watched recently. This is an Urso pick. So I'm going to let him introduce it. It's a little movie about a web-slinging, web-footed man who is not a frog, but a spider. Spider-Man 2, or... They They say say that a hero can save us, not gonna take me away. Pray. Uh, <laughs> oh, no emo no, references. No, no emo. We're moving on from 365 days, and we're going oh. into the world. Yeah, thank fucking God. And we're going into the world of Spider-Man 2. Directed by a young 39-year-old Sam Raimi. That's only a few years older than we are. True. So that's pretty accomplished. Very. Sam Raimi... Uh, Famously known for directing uh, Evil Dead. Um, and Evil Dead 2. And then Army of Darkness. I will say that when thinking of Sam Raimi, the Spider-Man movies aren't the first ones to mind. Not at all. But also, it would be so cool to make like the best horror movie ever when you're like 22. You're going to get laid for a while. Good thing he, he's ugly. <laughs> because then we get to spread it around a little bit more. Woo-hoo. So today... On this podcast, we are joined by two special guests. Um, one not so special because he's always here with us. His name is. My name's Jeff. <laughs> and we're also joined by. Uh, hi, I'm Zach. Uh, I'm probably the biggest comic book nerd they know, so they invited me to talk about Spider Man, even though Urso knows that I'm a Batman fan. Well, we just went down to the Chick-fil-A at one point, and we we were like, we were like, we know there's going to be some virgins in here. (laughs) We got to find those guys. You know, can I just bring up one thing about Sam Raimi too? The first thing that comes to mind for me Mm -hmm. is his first and original superhero film, which was Darkman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Sam Raimi. I wanted to try and squeeze that one in beforehand, but I I did get the original Spider-Man in, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we need to at one point recap that, but yeah. Spider-Man 2, of course, is the sequel to the smash hit Spider-Man that came out in 2002. Spider-Man 2 released in 
2004, hmm. starring Tobey Maguire. He's back as Peter Parker, or Spiderman, as he is better known. Peter Spiderman, the Peter Jewish Sp- Spider-Man. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got uh, Kirsten Dunst returning as Mary, Mary Jane, Jane. Mary Jane Watson, bro. <laughs> she's not a reference to marijuana. She is a, she's she angelic. Be. This was, uh, it, it's so, her career is really weird. Because she was in this, and she was in uh, Bring It On. Bring It On. But then she's in a fucking Lars Van Trier movie about, like, two moons or something. I don't know. I've never seen it. It's called She Melancholia. was in Interview with a Vampire, Doug. She was in that shit? She yeah, was she's in a mortal vampire girl. She's the girl no. that Brad Pitt turned. She's had a really oh. wild career, actually. Yeah. Are they still together? That guy? Yeah. 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 No, that didn't happen. That no. did not happen. I'm making no. stuff up. No. All right. I don't want to get sued. The reason we're talking so much before I bring up this guy is because generally we don't like him, but James Franco is back. (laughs) He's back as Harry Osborne. Um, He was the son of Willem Dafoe. I can't. Was he Henry Osborne? No, <laughs> no. He it's, was uh, it's, uh, Norman Osborne. Norman. Norman Osborne was Norman the father, Osborne. and then he plays oh, Harry. Norman. Okay. okay, Harry and Norman. And just like their comic book AKA. counterparts, they both had very wavy hair. Yes. Very nice. Supposed to be Norman very nice Osborne, hair. a.k.a. the Green Goblin. Nice. And then we've got uh, the villain in this film, Doc Ock. Dr. Octavius. I don't care what his fucking first name is. Because Otto. It's him. Otto. Oh, it's Otto. That's Otto Octavius. I should have remembered that one. <laughs> that one was pretty easy. But uh, he's <laughs> played by friend of the show, Alfred Molina. He appeared in um, he If you remember, Magnolia. Alfred, Alfred Molina was on our Magnolia show. <laughs> yeah, guest he, host. Yeah, he, ca- he came in with his tentacles and was like, <laughs> guess who's hosting Snippity Snap? <laughs> That's most of his lines. <laughs> but um, then we've got uh, J.K. Simmons, also a fucking legend. I don't think he's a friend of the show, though. No. I don't think he likes us very much for some reason. He likes but, me. But uh, he does like you. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine you guys being good friends. Yeah, all the time. He yeah. was upset with Jeff because Jeff... He taught Jeff, me the drums. Uh, <laughs> he was upset with Jeff because Jeff didn't... Get him pictures of Spider-Man. Ah, oh, damn it. But yeah, he plays J. Jonah Jameson... I couldn't get a fucking single Polish name right in the last, like, four, three out of four of the last episodes. And so that's rough. So I'm glad I got that one. Um, yeah, so he's the uh, bugle reporter who's got a real hard on for Spitterman. He, um, own, he owns the bugle. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's, he's like, the owner. He's editor, editor, in editor in chief. Editor in chief. Hey, chief. Hey, hey chief. chief. Hey, chief. We got to I'm walking. Here. Hey, chief. Peter's outside. He wants to say his pictures. And then is there anyone else of note? Joel McHale, he makes a cameo. Joel McHale shows up. Uh, he denies oh, a very, uh, very nice old woman a bank loan. The one correspondent from uh, uh, Comedy Central from Daily Show. He's uh, Peter's pizza boss. He was a correspondent. Oh, that, guy. like, that guy's like a kind of no, no, name, middling yeah, comedian. Well, we'll all we'll probably get to the scene where we talk about how Spider-Man has to suffer the ultimate 
indignity of riding in an elevator with Hal fucking Sparks. Yeah, there's that. But uh, <laughs> that <laughs> he's was, in the movie. That was really strange. I know that Hal Sparks was in that. Uh, what was that show Queer as Folk? He was in that. And, and after then, watching that conversation three times in two days, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that was it. like a weird reference to him trying to like is Spider Man coming on to me. This it is might be weird. It is, it was. He does his I big re- line is mm. nice Spidey suit. I like that. <laughs> I like how I can see your sweet little buns. <laughs> but so this is the follow-up to the first Spider-Man. We're just going to do a, kind of a brief recap uh-huh. of that movie because it gets animated in the uh, title cards. Which looked really cool. One. It does look really cool. Yeah. It looked like concept art, which is always mm-hmm. sweet when you can see what good artists the people That are. was art from Chicago's own Alex Ross. Uh-huh. Oh, that was Alex Ross? That was, that was Alex Ross art. Oh, yeah. shit. Really? Very cool. yeah, this very is why famous. Zach's on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to well, get the spider senses tingling tonight. What's cool is they, they made it so like you didn't exactly have to watch the first one. Like They flashed it all for you. Yeah, no, it like, was kind of like a nice, li- it was like cliff notes. Yeah. And it, t- it was title cliff notes is what we'll call it. But basically what happens is Peter Parker is a fucking nerd. And, nerd! He, and he's like, you know, he, he wants to be uh, with Mary Jane, who's Kirsten Dunst, because she's a bib. And uh, she's she's with this guy uh, played by Joe Magnielio or whatever his name Manginello. is. Manginello. Manginello. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I got that one wrong. He's from Magic Mike, and he looked way different. He's also from True Blood. But so what happens is uh, Peter Parker gets bit by a radioactive spider, and instead of getting cancer, he becomes a superhero who gets spider abilities. That's what's great about the Marvel Universe. Anytime someone gets into a cancerous situation, they just get superpowers. I know. The whole... (laughs) Spider-Man. I know, you're getting blasted with rays. It does kind of, like, thank God there's not that jackass generation who's, like, being like, you know, I'll turn into the Hulk if I jump into this atomic stew. Because that would be pretty bad. That's that's not how we got his powers. I'm pretty sure that is. I think <laughs> no, he w- that's how they all got their powers. They all yeah. jumped into some kind of slurry. No, everybody no, he- knows the Hulk got his powers from microwaving pizza rolls, and the glass in the microwave was actually broken, so it kind of oh. leaked out. Wow, 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 wow. That's what happened. I thought it took place in an Arby's. It gave him superpowers, but also gave him testicular cancers. Oh, no. Check yourselves. Yeah. There's also more babies. That's why he's so angry. But, um,. So uh, Peter Parker develops these uh, these amazing abilities. He becomes like a superhuman. He can kind of jump around, climbs up walls. He's got sticky stuff coming out of his wrists. It's impossible not to make a joke about ejaculation every he, time uh, he's webbing all over the he place. He makes those webs himself, you know. I know. It's weird. But Then he has a web tile dysfunction. Nice. Get out of here. All right, we'll get into that <laughs> later. Get the hell out. Yeah. No, we're going to need like a Spider-Man Viagra commercial <laughs> where it's like, are you not feeling your eight-legged self, buddy? <laughs> you need to get, you need to re-get your boner, pal. But um, so, uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker, he's friends with uh, Harry Osborn, who is son of rich genius Norman Osborn. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> who is going mad and becomes the supervillain, the Green Goblin. I'm yada, yada, yadding over yes, a, yes, a yes, lot yes. of this. Well, yeah, he, he, he huffs a bunch of paint 
and then puts on a Halloween costume and flies around. <laughs> you know, Zach's not far off. Yeah, I know. Based on a true episode of Cops, I see it once. But uh, <laughs> but so uh, Willem Dafoe plays the Green Goblin, and he just kind of goes crazy and gets revenge on a bunch of people because you know it's like a rich corporation or like a weapons thing. And they're and like, we don't want to make your weapon, Norman. It's not safe. And he's like, I don't care. My name is Willem Dafoe. He's, he's the <sighs> scariest looking man there ever was. Like, he got picked to play Nosferatu. And I'm sure he just walked in and he like kind of floats the same way. <laughs> like he just kind of floats into rooms in and out of it. Well, it's insane. That guy, but that's what makes him such a good villain in that film, at least. My, so. Speaking my of question. him walking into places, I'll tell you a fact later about him walking into something about Spider-Man 2. Well, but yeah. my question is, is yeah, how do facts. you think that he, like him and Harry looked like, was it just the hair simply alone? Yeah, the they casting? didn't really look they, like, it. Did not look like Harry got son. his looks from his mother, who's just an ugly, ugly woman. <laughs> they both had like a like a high widow's peak, I think, and like somewhat sharp features. Not as sharp as the yeah. goblin. They're of the both man that huge pieces of shit. Is, but <laughs> but not one, but one in but one in real life and one not in real life because I think oh, yeah, he's yeah. got a couple Oscars. He got he also lost his life in Vietnam. He did. R.I.P. You know what he didn't lose in Vietnam? His supposed giant fucking bird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. You know the story. I, yeah. We've already told this story. The Antichrist. It's yeah. the Antichrist. Yeah. 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 Dude, he gets it. No, Lars Van Trier. Huge We're back to dude. it. There is a great. Sorry to, yeah, but sorry to get sidetracked. Is, his dong is too big. His dong there's is going to scare people. So they gave a, him a fake dong. Oh, God. <laughs> This is real Lars, life. No, it, there's a video of uh, it's be- to me it's better than uh, Mike Myers' reaction when Kanye West went George Bush doesn't care about black people, but um, it's uh, Lars Van Trier who like is always trying to be so dark and mysterious <laughs> as he is talking. He's like, oh, he started talking about how he admired Hitler, and Kirsten Dunst is sitting like right I next to him, this. and she is just like. Oh my god, like please, like you're expecting like the little like hook to come out and yank him off the stage because it's just like, it's just that thing when somebody digs a hole and they just are stuck and it's just like, I'm just going deeper. Oh, I don't give a shit. It was within minutes of that happening. That it was like trending on, you know, watch people die inside on Reddit. Oh god. Because like it it was was just watching Kirsten Dunst just die. She She's doesn't. Great. She gets kidnapped a bunch in this movie. Oh, that's yeah. kind of a common theme in our film so far. Yeah, a lot of but kidnapping. A lot of kidnapping in our movies. A lot uh, of skeletons in our closets. Where but do, um, where does she rank on the Laura scale of kidnapping? She so like the thing is that they kind of just go like meh. Massimo sort of just saw. Let's not. Let's, let's just not. not. If Laura's Normally like an eleven, the, yeah. Then Kirsten Dunst, MJ is like a. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, it's not... Yeah. Okay, we're going to get stuck. Laura! Guys, we're free. We're free. I've never seen any of this. Let's move on. You got to, dude. You fucking refuse. Pray. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... So, as we continue on here... So, uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is trying to impress Mary Jane, and he goes to a wrestling match where Uncle Ben says that line with great power comes great responsibility which is kind of like you know that's the through line who came up with that one 
Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to mention uh, Downers Grove North's own Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, no, he was saw. coming. He was coming up. Oh, he was Bonesaw. Bonesaw is ready. Yeah, I know. He was the best, man. And then uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, Sam Raimi favorite, is the announcer in that. He plays Mysterio. Didn't they That's go to Mysterio? Didn't they go to No, no that's no, the, that was a rumor. That's the rumor. Oh, okay, gotcha. He went to Weird. Didn't he go to That'd Didn't he go fun. to film school? Or he went to school with he Sam He went Raimi? to school with Sam Raimi and yeah, he was right. also like 22 when they made uh Evil Dead and then it's kind of just like he's been like they're probably just really good friends and Bruce Campbell seems like he literally is the most fun human being there ever was. I'm glad like there's been no dirt or anything like that released on him yet he's, he's like also, he's the tom cruise of b actors he's the, yes, the he guy is. but he's like he the really perfect is. like style of san raimi delivery like when it comes to that like he the, it just because the, they're almost synonymous when you go like through yeah. what, most of his career yeah. yeah like he uses his voice through him so well yeah and then uh so spider-man wins his uh this wrestling match but then he gets uh like like stiffed on the yeah. money but then the, the promoter's like oh it's not my problem yeah like a dick but then the promoter gets robbed and and he just lets him go why didn't you do anything not my problem got but, it yeah no that's what you do but then the problem is it becomes your problem when the robber that you let go shoots your uncle death because that's what happened Uncle Ben dies. Spider-Man kind of kills the robber. Like, he sort of, like, does his own thing. But then he's inspired to do good while, just coincidentally, the Green Goblin is rising to horrible and scary power. So Peter starts, like, making money by getting photographs of Spider-Man for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, he tells J. Jonah Jameson he's a personal friend of Spider-Man and he's the only one that will let him take his picture. Yeah. And so that's kind of how Green Goblin... How people track them down through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it's a it is one of those tropes in comedy, but it's fucking true. Where it's just like, oh yeah, guess who was missing when the fucking giant octopus walked by, and then Spider Man showed up and <laughs> killed the giant octopus. It's and like it's fucking Peter. Peter came back, and Spider Man was gone. They make that joke when he's coming out of the closet in the second one, but that could also just be a metaphor for how Spider Man is gay. But um, yeah, it could be. I feel like he's got it made, though. I mean, he uh, he's like the Clark Kent of the Marvel Universe, but w- with way less responsibility. He doesn't yeah, have to a... report about shit. Yeah, dude, he's like twenty. <laughs> he just years sets old. up fucking cameras. He just gets paid. It's pretty dope. It's easy. That's true. I never thought about that. When Clark Kent has to do like Superman stories, he's got to sit down afterward at his little typewriter and type up exactly what happened in his battle with Zod, and then he's like. Oh, well, Superman was very handsome. Yeah, yeah he's got to be, be humble about say. it. No, dude, you've got to you've got to beef up the resume, or you're not going to get the jab. But um, <laughs> so, like, uh, the what job is he applying? He's applying for <laughs> for Superman. <laughs> he's applying for Superman. Oh God, I hope I get that one. I'm waiting for the callback. But uh, <laughs> so basically, there's the famous upside down kiss between Spider-Man and. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, this at this point, not horrified that the director of the film is talking about how much he loves Hitler. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, Green Goblin and Spider-Man kind of have this big ass final battle. Spider-Man kills Green Goblin. Whoa. 
Green Goblin is killed by his own glider, okay? It wasn't Spider-Man. That, we're not going to count that as a spider ca- Spider-Man spider murder? Like, if you... Zach? Uh, no. Okay, no. no, even okay. though he, it's this. Okay. It's actually the same way that he went out in the books back nice. in like the '60s, sick or whenever the hell those books came out. He was on a lot more acid. I know back it was the '60s. I just don't know if the storyline came out then. Ken Kesey came up and was like, "Hey man, you want to try some like, like Kool like The Green Goblin like flying thing, just going like <laughs> super in the slowly. town where I was born, <laughs> lived a man. <laughs> But, Take it um, out by my own hubris. But then, so Peter is in love with uh, Mary Jane, and like she's like, "I love you," and they kiss, and he's like, "You can't be with me because you'll be in danger because I'm Spiderman." And, and she's no like, "What?" But then she's got her spidey senses are tingling because she gave that kiss, and she was like, "If it was upside down, I would know." But it's not. She does make John Jameson do it at that part. And I was like, Mary Jane, you are a kinky lady. I love it. I love it. She's like, kiss me upside down in the rain, new boyfriend. Yes. But so that's kind of where we leave off. Like, uh, Mary Jane is living in the city. uh, And Mm -hmm. and she's trying to be an actress. Yeah. So at this point now, she's successful. But Peter Parker, as Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is a scooter-bound delivery driver for Joe's Pizza in New York. They're on, they're on Bleecker Street. You know who else is on Bleecker Street? Dr. Strange. Oh, what that guy said. That's why I thought it right. Yeah, he ain't a doctor anymore. He lost his license malpractice. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Magic malpractice. Cool. He fucked that the guy. Worst guy. <laughs> the worst guy. The worst goddamn guy. So, uh... We basically see Mary Jane on a billboard. She's the face of some whatever. Who cares? She's yeah. she's just like making it well, and he's not. Um, so he's also moonlighting as Spider Man at this point because, duh. I mean, he's Spider Man. You can never really stop being Spider Man until you get stressed out, like this movie proves. But, or killed. Yeah, that's true. And um, so while he's working at Joe's. There's a 30-minute hey, or less. Joe's. Hey, it's fucking Joe. Hey, I'm Pizza He. <laughs> it's Joe's Pizza. It was actually, uh, I think it's 29 minutes. 29 less. minutes? It's 29. 29 okay, yeah. 29. Okay, I was one minute off, but I would have lost by Price's Right rules. I'm going to take them. That's a dumb, that's a dumb thing. All right, 29 I'm gonna, minutes I'm or taking less. this flashlight away. So, Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Urso right. keeps on playing with He's cosplaying as Electro or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's a DC fan. He'd be Dr. Light. Buzz, buzz. Yeah, the girl, Dr. Light. Yeah, you'd be Asian. And a girl. <laughs> that would be confusing. I don't know if I can... I can't picture I can't this. handle it. But so Spider-Man is then... Or uh, Peter is trying to deliver these pizzas in 29 minutes or less on his POS scooter. It's not going to do it. Can I so, say Can I say the line? Yeah. Hey! He stole that guy's pizzas! Because Spider-Man is webbing around. <laughs> what was that guy's name from the Chappelle Oh, I show? thought you, you were, were talking gonna, about him I thought earlier. you were going to quote the boss. Yeah, I can't remember his name. What's his name on Chappelle show? On Chappelle like show, his name is... Actor. Oh, Darnell Rollins. Donna, oh, okay, Darnell gotcha. But I think, yeah. doesn't he, isn't he Ashy Larry? He is Ashy Larry. Yeah. So actually, fun fact about that scene, uh, they had originally planned that to be Stan Lee's cameo. Oh, yeah. But I think it was due to like a scheduling issue or something like that, or whatever they filmed got destroyed somehow. They I'm just rich. cut it out, and they're like, we're going to put you in a, in a different cameo. That's a bummer. In this I, he cameo, had a better cameo. 
does any yeah. rescue somebody he pulls yeah, them out of the way he's a hero like, so, okay cool. he's like look out and look out pull, like oh, yanks this, get down part of the building this woman and pulls her back <laughs> it's when they, they say stan lee can save it all right it's when uh doc ock is attacking aunt may that yeah. like a piece falls down and he saves that woman you yeah, you yeah. But so then uh, Peter gets fired because he can't do it, even as Spider-Man. But technically, Ugh. he did save those really dumb kids who were just <laughs> running around. That's it's, true. It's just like this thing where it's like, hey, I got an idea. Let's run in the middle of the street. We're New York kids. He should have just let them We're let walking go, here. There's sometimes when you have to prioritize pizza over children. It's, it's like watching like an injured gazelle get eaten by a lion. Just It's yeah. nature. Yeah. The oh, garbage yeah, those... truck is just going to fucking plow your kids because they're <laughs> morons. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. Yeah, but survival so, of the nature. Then Peter's <laughs> luck doesn't get any better because he goes back to the newspaper office. We just see the delightful delightful J.K. Simmons. I fucking love that guy. He's so good. He's so good as J. Jonah Jameson. Chomping J. Jonah Jameson. Perfect. perfect D- like Just like perfect casting. Because he's this total blowhard. Like he's kind of like supposed to be like of like the Ru- Rupert Murdoch ilk. Like kind of just like doing all this bullshit stories that's not about news. It's more about just like selling papers and stuff. And this showman act. And he uh, he also fires Peter Parker. He does. And then, because Peter's trying to take, like, artistic photos, but then, uh, no, he just wants photos of Spider-Man, but he still can't make any money. Yeah, I know. What a fucking loser. Art? Come on, man. Give me a break. Why are you taking pictures of dogs? What is this, dogs? Old people? I want pictures of Spider-Man. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. And then Elizabeth Banks is like, you can't have this money, you son of a bitch. I'm Betty Brant. Betty Brant. I already gave you. Betsy Brant. Betsy Betsy Brant. Hey, Urso's pulling... Oh, yeah, pulling a doll. Pulling he, a doll. So, uh. Stan Lee loved his alliteration or whatever. He really did. He yeah. did. Peter Parker. That was kind of his thing. Brandt. Bruce uh, Mary Jane Watson. Um, <laughs> he also loved his Mary Jane, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, dude. I would too. But so, yeah, after. After Peter leaves the offices, he's running late for his class, and he runs into fucking, I don't know that actor's name. He but runs into br- Dylan Baker. <laughs> Dylan Baker. He's he's a little, he's a little fucking, he's got like a puckered butt mouth. He's like, hmm. The lizard we never got to see. Yep. Yes, that's true. He was supposed to be the lizard. Oh, he's a he's an actual character. Dr. Yep. Connors is uh, trying to create. Regrow his arm. Regrow his arm that he lost gotcha. in that uh, alligator. Did you notice that he only had one arm? <laughs> no, I didn't notice no. at all. They, I'm not, he's I, got his jacket tied up on the left side. Uh, he only I, did, I did not notice that at all. Uh, that's that pretty dope. That makes sense. They that's were setting cool. that up for down the road and never yeah, used it. Yeah, because if you remember the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if many people remember the amazing Spider-Man. Yes, I do. Oh, with Reese, with Reeseiphons. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where that's where we got our Dr. Connors. And we I got like Reeseiphons. I yes. do too. He's on yeah. House of the Dragons right now. He's real good. Oh, is nice. he? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, excellent. Um, so he he misses his class, and then I just don't like Dylan Baker. He's such a stuffy butt. He really but he's is. like, you're gonna fail in classes. Look at my face. I don't have an arm. Apparently, Cat Dylan doesn't know. He doesn't notice. But then uh, Peter is doing a paper about Doctor Otto Octavius. Octavius. This isn't a James Bond. Another alliterated. (laughs) Yeah, another one. You could, but at least it wasn't like something like Otto Octavius. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna go help Doctor Octopusman. (laughs) 
Oh man, I hope it doesn't turn out to be some sort of sea creature themed villain. (laughs) Those aren't tentacles. (laughs) But but um, so then at least Peter's day gets a little bit better because there's a nice little birthday party. It's MJ there, and she's looking like MJ. She's looking like a piece of fruit. Harry's there, apple, and he's being fucking insufferable. And then good old Aunt May, they surprise Peter. And uh, MJ is in a play called The Importance of Being Earnest, which is unfortunate because I was hoping it would be Earnest Scared Stupid, (laughs) (laughs) which would be so much better if Kirsten Dunst was like, (laughs) The Importance of Being being Earnest or a three-hour play that leads up to a very bad punchline. The Hamilton version of... What's his face is fucking. Oh my god! I know it's pretty. R.I.P. The thing, the thing is, he gets in, he gets in trouble for missing her play a lot. But it's, it's kind of like, dude, I, I get it. It's fine. Don't worry. It's the importance (laughs) of being earnest. You're not missing much. Uh, Yeah, and it's also like I'm watching you do stuff. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's rough. It's rough, but uh, they're catching. That's a up. real play. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oscar <laughs> Wilde. Yeah, Oscar Wilde. It's a, it's like a period piece about one guy who's cocky and another guy who's not cocky. L- and listen, both trying to get I'm, I'm a 35 year old man from Chicagoland. So am I. Collects and read com- reads comics. So do I. I read fantasy books. I ain't reading no plays, man. All right. Well, it's okay. it's it, it, agree to disagree, Zach. I don't know why I had you on the show. The thing is, oh, it's because you're my friend. Oh it, yeah, that's true. That's true. But the thing is that Zach makes a good point because nobody should know about that play. No offense, Oscar but Wilde. Al- but also, why is that the play? Sam Raimi's like, I got a great idea. Well, it is Probably, public domain. Yeah, public <laughs> domain. Yeah, it's just free. It is public that domain. That play sounds really Oscar not so wild. But it's hey, also, oh. but it's also like something where they do like there's like the loose connection where that's about like people with like two identities it's and true. one facing no, face that's, and whatever. Wow. They, wow. I just came up with that. I didn't even think of that, but you're right because it, really it is deep. about people. It both the men pretend to be earnest. Well, I think doubt. so. Yes, exactly. I know, but they don't get the. They're not like burn. They don't get it down. If it was <laughs> earnest, do goes to good. jail. They, I would also be game with that. They definitely don't do very good. Jim earnest Arnie's goes to R&D. jail, and he meets that fucking Hank Hill can, from Sixty Days <laughs> In. Can I just say uh, this? Like, is probably my favorite. James Franco performance besides maybe like that movie The Room that, oh, yeah. that he did yeah this yeah. because James Franco is clearly a comedic actor yeah. and this is like a comedic actor trying his darndest to yeah, be serious, to be really serious but also yeah. not taking it that serious <laughs> yes. it's very strange and I love it yes it's amazing it is, it is pretty beautiful because he's like <laughs> how he's like how's the bug and I'm such a fucking nerd because out loud I said, um, spiders aren't bugs. <laughs> they are arachnids. There is a difference, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank God. For a second, the way you guys were all looking at me. What? You guys couldn't see the look. I got scared. I got paranoid. Because uh, <laughs> Harry, Harry, thinks that, um, Harry thinks that Spider-Man killed his father and he doesn't know that his dad was green goblin because apparently everybody in new york is a dummy because it's i was thinking about this too spider-man got bit by that radioactive spider like two months too late to save us all from 9-11 because then we would have all been fine that was the moment of silence um (laughs) never forget it's true what (laughs) what are we forgetting we're not forgetting Spider-Man, man. That was a cold room. <laughs> Good lord. 
I was I Spider Man. He wouldn't have been able to save that many people. He would have been a. Okay, been, fine. You know what? You fine. Know, sorry. He well, was sorry. Squashed here's, like a bug. here's the thing. Spider Man wouldn't be able to put out flames that were caused by jet fuel. Or by George W. Bush. I think you're wrong because jet fuel can't burn through steel beams. So how's it going to burn through a web? You know you're going to have to edit all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, no, I can't wait to hear that silence again. <laughs> that that was stunning. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get asked to leave. But can um, we just cancel you on our own yeah, show. I know I get canceled on the own show. <laughs> all right, Kevin Spacey, get the fuck out. But everybody's just like, hey, what's up? And th- but then uh, the the big plot point here is that uh, James Franco is now in charge of uh, Osborne Industries. Oscorp. Oscorp. Sorry. <laughs> when I was spelling it out on the um, on the outline, I kept on spelling it like Ozzy Osborne. And you know whatever. I'm That's surprised. That, I'm surprised that Stan Lee didn't name him. But um, <laughs> so Franco is working with Oct- uh, Octavius on this uh, fusion experiment. Like whatever. We don't really need to talk about it that much. Yeah, right? that's some nerd Honest, shit. Yeah, yeah. They, it, it's, it's like it's such a minuscule part of the of yeah. the movie, it, it, but it's, it's not. It's, at the it's same just time. like a it's just like a plot device basically. But like it's this fusion experiment to make infinite energy. And Peter, by the way, is a super genius on top of being Spider-Man. Um, at that point, Peter, uh, like everyone kind of uh, goes away, like disperses. And Peter sees that Aunt May um, is asleep and she's having a dream about Ben. Probably oh. knocking boots. But uh, the house is going to be foreclosed on. And be- Peter's clearly feeling guilty about being responsible for two people's deaths, amongst other things. I just broke my microphone. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have killed his uncle. He shouldn't have killed his uncle. That is very <laughs> true. But so, God, <laughs> that's kind of that's a, that's that's a good scene though. When he's talking to Aunt May. Yeah, I mean, like when he when he's just talking to Aunt May and she kind of. I'm distracted. He broke his mic. Over. Yeah, no. Now we're good. Now we're tight. Okay, he's good. Sorry. It's nice and tight. <laughs> Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Sorry. Yeah, no. That that scene. I I found that like wonderful. Um, Rosemary Harris, who plays Aunt May, did a, a fantastic job. Of, yeah. Like, almost like a, in my eyes, a perfect adaptation of what Aunt May should be, and it's just like that. Her wait. Her, hold on. Her snapping at Peter over twenty dollars. You yeah. mean that. Marissa Tomei isn't a better Aunt May. She's a she's, she's a, a better foxier Aunt she, May. She's definitely oh. a better looking Aunt May. You're gonna oh, get man. fucking canceled, bro. Oh, man, I know we all are. Um, but so then we do the uh, the the garbage meet cute again while while oh. MJ and Peter like Peter takes out the trash and MJ's like, "Hey, I love you," and Peter's like, "No, I don't love you back." Because he's he has he has trouble opening up because he's fucking Spider Man, <laughs> like you're a superhero. Like again, you like when he's losing his powers later on. It's not because he's stopping being Spider Man. It's because he's stressed and he can't focus. He can't shoot that come out of his wrists. You know. Oh, what I mean? it's calm. It is definitely spelugy. But then, um, you know, it's pretty Peter. Sticky. Peter promises to see MJ's play, and she's like, yeah, whatever. If I was Peter, I would also just be like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. What does she say to him? She's like, she says, 
it was very nice seeing you tonight. And he goes, oh boy, yeah. And then she goes, oh boy, yeah, what? And then and, Bigfoot watched them. And then, <laughs> then like, then we watch her like caress his face. Like, it was very it, genuine. It was a sweet moment, but at the same time, this all right. I'm not the biggest fan of MJ in this movie because I feel like the whole fucking time she's dragging John Jameson around and using him as like a fucking pawn in her sick game to like, <laughs> like get Peter to love her. She's like, I'm gonna get married. What do you think of that? Like fucking like, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. I don't appreciate it. And yeah. she does that during that conversation. Well, she says it could be more. Didn't know you were such a big defender of Moon Boy, but um, <laughs> she says don't don't. He was the first man to is. play football in the moon. God <laughs> damn it! Don't <laughs> disappoint me. Don't, don't disappoint, disappoint me. me. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go back. Like the thing that Sam Raimi wants to drive home in this film is that it is not actually fun being spider-man because peter lives in one of the shittiest movie apartments i've ever seen was that one called joe's apartment with all the cockroaches yeah yeah singing and dancing it was a a little bit like that it's like his uh, life is all for show but there ain't no dough that comes with it yeah and he's got this slumlord landlord um who like is just demanding the rent and everything like that that peter can't pay but Um, he has a lovely daughter he he has hearing like a cat he and does. Eyes like a rodent. Yes. He he might be the sneakiest man of them all. His name is also um, kind of a weird way to honor the original illustrator of Spider-Man, Steve Ditko. That gentleman's name in the in the movie was uh, Mr. Ditkovich. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, a fun, nice little, fun little Spider-Man fact. Good, good times. Good times. <laughs> and then Peter, like, he's in his little hipster apartment, and uh, he can't shit because the landlord's shitting. And then we finally get to meet. Oh yeah, they share a bathroom. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's got to like wear that. flip. Spider Man's got to wear flip flops <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. He's Spider Man. That's not fair. Yeah, he's gonna get athlete's foot otherwise. I mean, yeah, I know he's gonna get athlete's. It's like a tenant house from like the nineteen <laughs> twenties. Like, even if he really were to walk gross. on the ceiling, he would get it. It's like him gross. and the Slumdog Millionaire <laughs> family. But Octavius, uh, they I finally get to meet that. him because Franco introduces them all. Um, you know. Franco's like, yo, make me that money, I'm Jim Franco. I hate him so He's much. literally doing it, it, that, yeah. too. It, that was probably the worst impersonation of, like, I'm an important businessman. We're going to make so much money. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he didn't know. Nobel Prize. He was, he, just, he was trying, but he didn't know. But, of course, uh, Otto Octavius, he actually has some principles. He's like, this isn't about the money. This is about the science. He is wearing a very nice red turtleneck. Nice yes. slacks. Very Looked good. very comfortable. Very academic looking when you're first meeting somebody that you kind of don't Hello, have time Peter. for. Hello, Peter. Hello, Peter. He kind of admonishes Peter because Peter is brilliant, but uh, he calls him lazy, which is not true. It's just that Peter is having trouble being fucking Spider-Man. And uh, going to school. He just got bit by a spider and he didn't get cancer. Like, that's all that happened. I, I bet he's wishing it went the other way. Yeah. But um, so Octavius he is just kind of giving spider cancer? What yeah, happened? he gave him spider <laughs> cancer. Oh, okay. But uh, so. <laughs> you said go the other way. I thought you meant maybe like Peter gave the spider cancer. So yeah. <laughs> he, he gave it to Tuma. But, um, it's not the Tuma. He had a family, yeah. man. Kills it in an extremely painful way. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> My bad. I'm all over the place. 
But um, Peter is concerned about the dangers of Octavius's uh, fusion experiment, which basically is just perpetual energy, whatever. It doesn't really it, – it's like uh, – It's uh, a precious metal called tritium that could be exchanged for anything. They could have called it vibranium for all yeah. we cared. Nitrotriminium. Yeah. Unobtainium. I also know of a made-up element. <laughs> <laughs> I know one, too. Copper Lufus. That's another one. My heart that's made of coal. But um, so the like that's what he's working on. Um, and then we meet uh, Dr. Mrs. Octavius. <laughs> and they're uh, basically like she's like, ooh, I'm opposite to track because I'm a hippie lady who likes T.S. Eliot. And he's like, science, 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 science. It's not actually what it's like. He's very sweet and they have a very loving relationship. But they pry into Peter's like personal life they really she, do she Real was very quick. forward yes yeah. very quickly yeah because dr mrs octavius probably was like do you think he's down to be the third like do you, <laughs> do you think that's what and they're interviewing him i i feel like though like alfred molina and uh, the woman that played his wife was donna murphy um the actress donna murphy uh i i, I don't know that seemed like pretty genuine the way that they were looking at each other and the way that they spoke about each other i, I thought it was well acted in that scene i thought it was kind of cute it was very but adorable. they did pry that was kind of like so who are you fucking yeah honey no, did you put you the doing? pineapple out front tonight yeah. did you flip the pineapple <laughs> flip put your keys the in this pineapple. bowl peter we got more people coming <laughs> <laughs> but then you're gonna so... find out why they call me doc keck <laughs> goodness gracious Woo. that was good <laughs> So then uh, Peter tries to go and see uh, the importance of being earnest, scared, stupid. But there's a car chase, and Peter almost gets run over. His scooter gets flattened, but Ugh. he does a cool backflip off of it. Yeah, he does. And those kids are like, well, that was nuts. I haven't seen anything <laughs> like that. There, like, There's this guy in Chicago named Flip like Travis who you have to pay five bucks, and he's got like a roll cage on his bike, and he'll just go into an intersection and do a roll. Every time I used to be drunk when I'd see him, I'd be like, do it! <laughs> do it again and again, Travis! But so, um, at that point... So, here's my question. There's always people in, like, car chases and stuff, and it's just like the police cars will just get, like, shot, and the cops will be like, Oh, no! <laughs> Every time. I'm, I'm just going to bring up a few things. Uh, that car wreck was sick. It was, no, it was amazing practical effects. Plus, they got that great Sammy, Sam, Sammy, that Sam Raimi moment of the random NPC character just being like, go, Spidey, go. Hey, Sammy, baby. Hey, hey it's me, Sammy, baby. <laughs> Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, baby. Who could make a sunrise? But, oh, um, it's Sammy Davis Jr. That, yes. I, I, First of all, that chase scene sucked. They chose the worst car. They ch chose a convertible. Or they could just get their heads blown off by some SWAT guys or something. But but then for the some reason they just like threw. Why do villains always have to wear hats? Yeah. One guy was wearing like a like a kegel. He was fucking Samuel L. Jackson. Wait, was one of them wearing a cowboy hat? No, the other one had like a. That would have been great. But no, know, he, had, he just had like a he just had like a winter hat on. Yeah. The guy had like one of the. They've got to have stocking caps the to cover their heads. Whatever the heck they're called. Because then, if nobody knows kegel? the color of your hair, you might as well be anonymous. Well, it's just like how convenient is it in the in the entire city 
that fucking car chase is happening right as he's driving there. It's New York. There's crime everywhere. Uh, apparently. Yeah. No, Ted Cruz like, is totally right about it. They, yeah, even though New a, York has like 20 fucking superheroes that protects it, one island, and they still can't get all the fucking no, crime. Yeah, they can't do anything about it. Yeah, At least where the was Captain America? Dun, dun. I don't know. He was, he was still in development hell. But <laughs> um, So uh, Spider-Man definitely shoots a web to save one of the flipping. It got shot in the headlight, and the cop is seriously just like, <gasps> Yeah, that was a rookie move for <laughs> yeah, sure. It was very dumb because he fucks up his car somehow. Doesn't seem like they were going that fast. But he web like Spider-Man webs it. You don't see it because Sam Raimi loves doing that stuff. And the cop car gets caught in the web, and they're like, Oh. It's a web. And then as Spider-Man swings by, the girl stands up and goes, Go, Spidey, go! Yeah. As every other bystander doesn't say a word. Yeah, no one said anything else. It was just her screaming. Everybody was in shock because they almost were crushed by a two-ton vehicle. It's probably because she's a psychopath. But then he he catches the thugs. He he catches the thugs. um, He he strings them up to street lights. He doesn't like, not with like rope. He, He lets them live. It's not like they were stealing horses. But um, when MJ is doing the show, she gets distracted by Peter's play, which fucking proves, number one, she's probably not a very good actress if yeah. that rattles her. If she's her. looking in the audience for he an empty chair. He hasn't been to the show. And on, I, whenever I've been on stage under the lights of Broadway, I've never been on Broadway, but when I've been on stage for stuff before, whenever the lights are on, I can't see shit. No, you I can't see shit. I can see, like, I can see the vague shapes of pants like and, right. and like, shoes, yeah. but I can't see any As faces. someone who's been on stage plenty of times yeah you you literally can't see the audience unless you're acting at the oakbrook terrace park district so, so it's like you're well, already in the very in, first row yeah. yeah i know community theater fucking sucks but uh <laughs> so peter then gets to the door after all that shit and the doorman is the wonderful wonderful bruce campbell mm. Just a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> What was man. that? Mm. Mm. Urso, Urso likes butt chins and slick back hair. Love that chin. He's a huge fan of Burn Notice. Yeah. I love Briscoe <laughs> County hey, Jr. Yeah. Burn Notice is great. No, Briscoe County Jr. is pretty great. But yeah, no, just a reminder that Sam Raimi and, uh, and Bruce Campbell go way back uh, to Evil Dead. Um, so I feel like... Bruce Campbell probably makes appearances in, in a majority of his stuff. I, I love Bruce Campbell. He's just such a good um, comedic actor. And this is one of those things where he's being annoying, where he's like, like he's pointing out things to be your he's shoes like, untied. Tied. This and that, this and that. Can I help you? And then he won't let Peter in. It's kind of like a funny bit. He says it'll ruin the illusion, <laughs> which is why he's Mysterio. Now the best was the snarky uh, remark. He's like, well, my, my, I'm friends with Mary Jane. She told me to come. And he, as he goes up and crosses his arms, yeah, but to not come late. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's true, though. He was it, like, hey, my girlfriend's in there. And then Bruce Campbell says, <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of people's girlfriends are in there. <laughs> <laughs> How many uh, Wayne's World references do you guys make per episode? I just want to know. What I actually can... think that's the first it's one. the first one. Yeah. Or no, wait, okay. no. You said something about spewing one time. Oh, maybe. So you're going to spew, spew into this. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember what it was, but you definitely made that. Okay, so like. It's always on tap, that's for sure. A quarter. A quarter of the podcast of Adam Wayne's World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we actually just do readings of the Wayne's World scripts. But um, so. We're not worthy. <laughs> we suck. 
So um, Peter then tries to apologize to MJ, but she meets the new guy and he's like, mm. but then he has to go and be Spider-Man some more. But his goo clogs up. Oh, no. Not his goo. Listen, we've all been there. I know. Okay. He needs to get his prostate uh, prostate checked <laughs> is what he needs to do because there's a reason why the goo stops flowing. Mm. Maybe it's because he doesn't like ladies. I mean, it's, controls it's normal, the goo though. controls the universe. I've read a lot of articles on it. It is a normal thing. It happens. I get spider glue clogged on me all the time. So he, he has to take the uh, the elevator with Hal Sparks. Ugh. Hmm. And they just kind of have that funny back and what forth about the costume. Is Hal Spark? What is he known for again? I think we were is saying it queer, as queer folk? folk. Queer as folk, and he was in like I think he was a comedian. And I, I think yeah, he uh, was on all those like, hey, remember the eighties? Yeah, yeah. shows on like 80s. VH1. God, he was funny. He was terrific in this one. No, he, it's no, like, it's, it's a very awkward scene where it almost seems like Spider Man is trying to like come on to him. Yeah, it, <laughs> seem, it seems like it was filler or like Sam Raimi or like Hal Sparks like covered up one of Sam Raimi's <laughs> many many crimes. <laughs> But then, uh, you know, Peter has to walk home with his busted-ass scooter. Um, and the next day, he tries to call Mary Jane on a, a... This is what dates this movie. He calls her on a payphone. As Jeff points out, he runs out of money <laughs> pretty quickly, <laughs> which is have really 50 sad. 50 cents to put in for another 50 cents for minutes. five minutes, for five dude, minutes. And yeah. he is fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> I hope he gets a pension. I hope he gets something like that. <laughs> no, that's like actually a big... That's a big deal in the superhero community. They don't get paid for shit. That's so stupid. Uh, the Justice League is unionized. I'm just... I was gonna say they should no. unionize. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Batman gives everybody like a living, stipend a living wage because he's richer than until fuck. until yeah. spoilers. Bruce runs out of money. Okay, don't spoil the Joker. Sorry, that's a great arc. Ooh. But so Peter then is uh, is so like left. apologizing. He's like, "Hey, MJ, I'm sorry." I'm sorry, I'm sorry, MJ. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he's just trying to kind of like explain what's going on and everything. And without she's talking, saying he's Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. But then, like, she hangs up because he tries to explain the the bullshit excuse without just being like, "I saved a bunch of people from a cop car." But uh, then the time expires on the message, and he gets cut off. And he kind of confesses into the phone his feelings mm -hmm. and that he is Spider-Man. It's a aren't really there, nice moment. It is a beautiful moment, but aren't there operators on the line? Like, couldn't that Not at this have point in time. Okay. Yeah, okay. that would have been just cut. I'm just saying the Patriot Act was well, in full if effect. It was, <laughs> hold on. If it was an operator, it would have gone to some sort of fucking crazy 1950 switchboard full of cigarette smoke and a bunch of single chicks who still ain't married. Yeah, that because that was the only job like I'm you could get the night the... with my kids again. <laughs> it's the only Good. job you could get in the fifties if you were an unmarried woman. Oh, you had to smoke too. At least, Ooh. at least this didn't happen to unmarried women because Peter then has to kind of pull himself together and go and see Doctor Octavius uh, show off his experiment in front of people in Oscorp and <gasps> investors and all that stuff. <gasps> And other, like, scientists and bullshit. I don't know. It's just like a crowd of people and James Franco going, money, 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 He's gonna make me money, 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 money back. Uh, I'm uh. going to pop some tags. <laughs> I was thinking about Macklemore. God, James <laughs> Franco <laughs> is Macklemore. He is. He? He's the Macklemore of actors. But um, so they start kind of going through, like, 
like the uh, these tentacles that are going to help with the fusion experiment. Um, and uh, basically, these tentacles are indestructible. They are AI, but there's an inhibitor chip in Octavius's neck that prevents them from taking over. Um, so you know, it's it's all the bullshit. You know, they have a successful reaction at first, but then there's all this magnetic shit, and Peter's like, Ugh? and uh, basically goes through. Um, you know, the the experiment starts to go haywire because duh. So it's a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't mention like one of the best like side characters moments with James Franco, which was just so fucking awkward when he's like, this is something that your father never could have imagined in his wildest dreams or something like that. And James Franco very sincerely is like, thank you. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Like, who are you, man? It's just that maybe he isn't that good of an actor. Oh, who well, there's knows? that too who knows? <laughs> but then everything starts like freaking out and going haywire and it's like no and then uh spider-man shows up he saves franco and franco's like because franco uh, i just think he's so insufferable i i truly do believe he is the most insufferable character that we have covered on this show which is really saying something i still we, say uh nacho well, Jeff said Nacho. Nacho. Yeah, Nacho. All right. Nacho's pretty insufferable. Yeah, he's pretty rough. But so Octavius doesn't want Spider-Man to fuck with anything, but then all the shit, like, explodes, and there's all this flying ga- glass, flying gas, and gas. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but, um... Well, so that's then, in. <laughs> but then Dr. <laughs> Mrs. Octavius gets killed by some broken glass, the inhibitor chip. It gets, uh, she gets like her head cut off. It's flying. It doesn't no, like fall no, she, on her head. She falls like a sack of potatoes, but she gets like stabbed the chest or something. I and mean, then the, yeah, the, she, she gets just gets like a wall of glass. Fucking EMTs wheel her outside uncovered going, <laughs> you kids ever seen a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Check this one out. She was married to Alfred Molina. But, um, so, you know, Alfred Molina gets knocked out, um, and, you know, it, it's a total disaster. Oscorp is going to lose a bunch of money. So Harry's like, oh, I can't pop any tags anymore. I'm not Macklemore anymore. I'm like real life Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> I need attention. But then Octavius is taken to the hospital. Man, that must have been pretty funny to see, like, for a bunch of New Yorkers to see Doc Ock get wheeled out because yeah. it'd just be like, what the fuck is that fucking thing? Jesus. I just want to remind you of one last James Franco moment before the hospital is when he came outside and said he was ruined. He had nothing left except for Spider-Man. And his random security guard goes, you saved your life, sir. And he goes, he humiliated me by touching me. And that was the end of the scene. Like, the f- <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand what the fuck that was about. It is very. It weird. sounds like it, it was strange, edited. but it was another great James Franco moment of not being able to act seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we thank God the transition to the surgery room is so fucking awesome. I this think has got to be my, your favorite scene, right? This is my favorite scene. It's for sure. the most Sam Raimi scene in the for entire sure. fucking is. movie. This one. Uh, so what happens is these surgeons are trying to take off the uh, the the arms. They're trying to remove them from Octavius's body. But the uh, arms, because the inhibitor chip is no longer working, are sentient. They can do their own thing. So even though Octavius is knocked out cold, 
they come to life and they just start ripping apart this group of surgeons and it's just very Sam Raimi to me because it reminds me of the scene in uh, in Evil Dead where they're kind of in like a, a lounge area or something like that in one of the castles and uh, one of the servants becomes a deadite and it's basically the same thing where it'll be sort of individualized screams these like nice like the way, the way he does like a smash zoom is very like distinctive of his thing where it'll be at a point but then it just pushes in real fast and just a little bit tighter like it only kind of goes like a couple of inches and like Edgar Wright kind of does the same thing where it'll be like a close-up of something of course a hand thrust up holding a fucking chainsaw how can it not be a goddamn right. Sam Raimi movie yeah. at that point but what I think is so cool about it and this is a fun fact that I know so I get to be a fucking nerd Suck it. But so um, so in the surgery room, this was actually a, uh, a, a test shoot. And Sam Raimi thought it looked so good that they were just able to include it in the movie. Like they were doing the, the basically just like uh, special effects testing and just kind of like how it would work and everything. And I think that's fucking awesome because they weren't trying to nail this scene. But to me, it's just such like a good moment of not only showing that Octavius still is a human but he's just broken now so he's easily manipulated and that the arms are the ones who are in charge of him he does give a very Darth Vader in episode 3 <laughs> no I was wondering if you were going to reference but, that oh yeah he gets he gets node real good it's a chef's kiss of practical effects though it is very good like it's just well done each arm had a, a puppeteer that each had a name too the top, the top right one on his right side was named Flo. It was operated by a female puppeteer, and it was the one that was supposed to be like the most motherly because it's the one that took his bandage off his face oh. and like feeds him that glass of maker's See, mark they're not later. All bad. Not they're bad. They are pretty so terrible because they killed that one deaf doctor. Because there's no yeah. fucking way he yeah. wasn't deaf. Yes. Because I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The one who's just like standing still and turns around and just gets speared into the wall. I'm like, <laughs> why was he just standing still? Everybody else is running around screaming their heads off. Yeah, yeah. it's you definitely see the difference between um, Doc Ock in this film and if you watch the latest Spider-Man MCU film, where spoilers. Um, <laughs> Alfred Molina reprises his role as Doc Ock, and instead of the practical effects, they use the CGI for his arms. So you definitely yeah. see a huge difference between, like, when you're doing the practical effects, you can have shit like, oh, this is the motherly arm, <laughs> versus, like, relying on a computer to, like, animate Well, it's just that you can also interact with the object. Right. It just, like, sometimes when they're doing all the special effects sequences, it just feels like the characters in the movie might as well be in the fucking audience with us. (laughs) And I'd be like, shut up! Trying to watch the fucking movie, you idiot. But then we're back at the Daily Bugle after uh, Octavius' escape. I think we can change to calling him Doc Ock from now on. He's Doc Ock. I'm, He's I'm Doc with Ock. Doc Ock. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we'll, we'll change it up. Because that's actually what the name uh, happens with with uh, Sam Raimi's brother is the character, and I'm totally blanking on it. Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. I, I, I had His a character is uh, Hoffman. His character is Hoffman. And they do Justin like a funny Hoffman. like Inception thing with the CEO. 
Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> what are these impersonations? What is this? <laughs> but uh, we just have fun. He we played do, we, Lenny uh, Bruce. We do things a little bit different around here. But he says Doc Ock first, and uh, it kind of goes around in a circle until J. Jonah Jameson thinks that he did it. Um, but then also J.K. Simmons hires Peter to do photos of a quote-unquote high society event. So after uh, J.K. Simmons is like, Peter, you must take photos of my friends at this high society event. He doesn't say it like that. Doc Ock is uh, in his lair, which is a collapse like pier kind yeah. of thing. It's like an old like fish yeah. factory or something. It's yeah. very cool looking. And he's reflecting on his failure, the loss of his wife. And instead of trying to, like, you know, he can't, like, necessarily just, like, go back to normal life when you've got uh, evil, sentient AI arms attached to your body. Yeah. He contemplated suicide for, like, a second. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) we're not proponents of suicide on this show, but he probably should have done it. Well, neither were the arms. Neither. Yeah. They they can't let it happen. He didn't really mourn his wife that much because... Yeah, sure no, he said c- it would be a shame not to do the experiment again. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, wife who? I don't what? Let's build this machine. Yeah, because the voice has come back in his head, much like the Green Goblin. A nice another callback there. Um, and also another way to kind of make him more sympathetic where it's like it just seems like he's more mad than he is evil. Oh, like a mad uh, science science guy. Yeah, mad Bill Nye the science. Guy. Yeah, that's it. But so uh, the arms convince him that he needs to steal money in order to uh, rebuild his fusion reactor. Again, very confused on he can't just uh, he can't just like walk into a Home Depot yeah, with those arms and get all this shit. <laughs> like he like because especially when he steals the money, the way he chooses to do it is, and we'll go into more detail. But he robs a bank. I hope you go. It's like detail aren't you that the money? Aren't you that octopus? Aren't you that octopus guy? And it's like no, <laughs> no. I'm wearing a trench coat. And this is not. These are not my tentacles. Yeah, news travels very slow there. Like, yeah, it's is, like it's like the frontier in yeah. the mid in the mid 19th century. Well, whenever you fucking person in new york is reading trash like the daily bugle of it's course true. news is gonna get there slow yeah, yeah. That's, that's how donald trump got into the office yeah. but so so we are at the bank with aunt may and uh peter and joel McHale is there and he is a jerk because he refuses to advance a loan because they don't have enough collateral yes it's just joel McHale playing joel McHale. Yeah, it's Joel McHale as Joel Mc McHale. Oh. I bet that to- yeah. I bet that free toaster would have put him over the top though. They would have been able yeah, to yeah, yeah, right? It's just like just give him the fucking just toaster. Just give him the fucking toaster. You've got a you've got a pile you've of already kicked him in the there. nuts. Like, yeah, you already denied well that old lady. He just shattered her entire fucking universe. Yeah, but then somehow the security guards miss the guy with the giant tentacles on his it's back because he's wearing a. Uh, trench coat i mean come on yeah it's like it's like a little like tearaway velcro thing with the tentacles underneath like ah! i just feel like that guy would walk by and i'd be like is that a steric is that a stegosaur man like what like what is he doing? is that guy wearing does uh, he have hat and sunglasses and a trench coat he's yeah. he's well, he's not up to no good yeah. he's definitely well, up to good funny enough the look that alfred molina was going with because he did a role i think you mentioned this uh that he was in, he was in a different role before that, before that, that where he had to gain a bunch of weight, so he dropped enough 
but he wanted to give Otto, because of his body type, kind of like a 1950s, like, barrel-chested bodybuilder yeah. type of build. Uh, and he pulled like it off old, Like an old-timer boxer. Yeah. Like when you were strong. Like, <laughs> I hope you're having a bully day. I'm yeah. having a bully day. When I, you have the dumbbells and you're going through them like this. I then, only <laughs> exercise when I'm smoking these cigars. <laughs> Nine but, out of ten doctors recommend Winston's for your baby. <laughs> But so is Spider or uh, Octavius rips off. Oh no! Oh was no! The, was the cigarette smoking baby too oh, much? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, all right. So, uh, Doctor Octavius, Doc Ock, he rips the uh, bank vault door off, and he's stealing sacks of gold coins like it's fucking like. I'm like glad you brought sun- that up. It's sunset. Were rider. they Spanish doubloons? What yeah, the fuck? No, was it like they treasure? were Krugers. That's what yeah, they were. Krugers. They were. It, this is where Lethal Weapon and Spider-Man Two. It's Lethal Weapon Three, I think. Right? Is no, that, it's no, Lethal Weapon Two. It's, it's two. two. I have diplomatic immunity. Yep. Is that okay? The South right Africans. Back. Yeah. Jesus, God. <laughs> they were Krugers. But so then, uh, you know. Gold. He takes down uh, Doc Ock, like, takes out all the security. He's getting the money. And uh, Peter once again shows up as Spider-Man, and they're kind of duking it out, but Spider-Man loses his Spidey powers again. And then uh, as they're kind of doing his He went soft. Yeah, he did go soft. And then Aunt May... Soft? Why'd you say that? He went soft. What? Do I say soft? (laughs) Am I saying soft weed? You know, May, all the guys go soft when you go through here. It was going soft. <laughs> but so, anyway, now I'm feeling self-conscious about the way I say soft. No, it was just, it was just funny. Soft? I thought you did it on purpose. Soft. It's soft. Charming soft. I'll just be like one of you normals. Soft. <laughs> you have a great radio voice. Soft. But soft. But so uh, Aunt May gets taken hostage at that. Seriously, seriously. Aunt May gets taken hostage. What level is she on the Laura meter? So Aunt May, I feel like, because this is the only time she gets kidnapped, right? She only gets blown up in the other Well, to be fair, the the Green Goblin does kind of bust through her window, and she starts yelling the Lord's Prayer at him. Oh, yeah, he doesn't take her in the first one, does he? Yeah. No. Oh, he took her. So in this one, he's only... I don't know what you're implying. (laughs) (laughs) But but anyway, oh my god. But so I would say she's a she's a one on the Laura meter. Yeah, because she just gets taken up the building, um, kind of like, you know, like King Kong style. And like they're kind of going at it, they're doing like a cool fight. Spiderman gets his fucking webs back and he's shooting them up doing things like that they're coming down it's fucking awesome it's a that, great fight that fight scene is one of my favorites because it includes a small like sam raimi-ish thing that he does that i think spider-man 2 is like a textbook like co- comic book adaptation film it's per- it, to me it's perfect it's like a master class in it but like there's small snippets of things to like ground it back to like real life because at one point during all the dramatic music they fall off the side and it's just dead silent, oh, except for that, that high altitude kind of like emptiness of sound yep. above the city. Yeah, that. And then you just hear them fighting midair. Yeah. And it's just like, it's literally, it's like, it's like three seconds of yeah. fighting. And it's just, it's like, oh yeah, that, that would sound like that. Oh wait, this is a comic book movie. Yeah. Sammy, I It's great. Him. There's plenty of other. Does he do that in Doctor Strange at all? Do you remember? Um, yeah, the, the realist thing i saw on that was a cape made of ghouls ah uh, yes the ghoul cape yes. yeah i did that in college once. no spoilers yeah 
And this is the fight when Stan Lee makes his appearance and rescues somebody. He's like, get down. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Rise of the machine. Look out. It's a great scene. That you guys might not know this, but Stan Lee is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> dad. But uh, Aunt May actually comes through in the clutch in that fight because as Octavius is about to fucking stab Peter uh, with one of his tentacles, she smashes him. Ooh, say the line. You don't remember it? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> so he's flying at him. Spider-Man, like, first of all, is in, like, a the 26th floor of a building, which happens to be, like, a laundromat for some reason. Right. It was really strange. People were doing, like, laundry. But anyways... He launches out like a catapult. He's flying towards him, and Doc Ock's got one of them creepy tentacles behind him, and a big blade comes out of the middle. And Aunt May goes, "Shame on you!" <laughs> and then, as he's like going like ah, to stab him, she just fucking rocks his shit with a yeah. cane, like right to the side of the face. Yeah. And then at that point, doesn't he just drop her? He just straight and, drops her because yeah, he's got Peter, shards of glass in his eye and, and shit. Peter and he's all like, her. "You he's better screaming. catch her! You better catch her, bro!" But then, um. Then the NYPD just shows up and just starts unloading their <laughs> guns. Yeah. I, I, I'm really glad that was in your breakdown of just indiscriminate gunfire. Yeah, just, no, they literally just run up and start shooting. And it's like, I get it, but there is a thing. Like, I probably, if I had a gun, I'd be a panicked idiot. And I'd just be like, bah, 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 at that point. But it just seems like. It seems like so I was. Anyways, be... I started blasting. Yeah, I know. So it's I like came in blasting. Doc Ock probably hurt one person really bad. The NYPD killed at least one person with the stray bullet. The way well, they were shooting those fucking guns. Not to mention guns. all the debris falling off the buildings that they just blew up off. Like yeah, they're shooting like thirty stories. He traumatized up. the shit out of that fucking one girl right in the beginning of his climb. Yeah, where she's like, wait, what's what? that? Yeah, she gets, yeah. like, tentacle here, tentacle there, and then runs straight at the camera. and like N- A nice Jurassic Park effect, to keep on going back to it. Just a... Yeah, they use that, they use that like, twice or yeah. a couple times, three yeah, times or so. Yeah it's, yeah, it's nice. And they do... Yeah, the, again, like, Sam Raimi does those, like, push-ins and stuff that I love. But he rescues, uh, he rescues Aunt May. And then uh, he has to go work this swanky event. He can't get a fucking appetizer to save his life. I hate it when I'm that guy. Like, has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. Where you're yeah. always yeah. Oh, just, yeah. you just, you're just one person shy. And then some, like, you've got to let, like, an old guy go through. And he's uh. like, I haven't tasted a wiener since my wife died. And you're just like, go ahead, sir. <laughs> I, could, I could be a little bit hungrier. And then by the time you get the last one, you get food poisoning from it. Well, it was just yeah. a, it was a, another great reminder, which there are constant like a constant flow of them that Peter's life just fucking sucks. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. And it's just like it's like the thankless life of being a fucking superhero because even though he's a superhero, he's still hated. Like it is an interesting kind of like back and forth because it's like you you hate Spider-Man until you need him basically. Uh James Franco is there because fucking of course we got to <laughs> suffer through another scene with this idiot. But he's drunk and acting like a dick. He's like I lost everything, Peter. I lost everything I got except for my brother Dave, and uh, <laughs> he's just being a douche. But uh, then J. Jonah Jameson and his wife—I didn't catch her name, but whatever—Doctor J. Jonah Jameson. 
But um, she, they're all going around like just being like, "Ooh, take a picture with this person. Take a picture with this person." And it's just kind of like social climbers, like power hungry idiots. And Makes stuff. that little slip. He's all oh, the mayor and his girlfriend. Yeah. She looks over and oh, oh wife. Yeah. My bad. Oh, that was a but, funny joke. But then they introduce uh, J.K. Simmons' son, Captain John Jameson, who is the first pl- person to play football on the moon. America, America, this is you. That's like the most. Amer- he might as well have just been shooting an AR-15 while he was throwing the football, and it would just like not. You can't make it more fucking American. Well, I mean, he rode into the party on an ATV with fireworks shooting off the back and two giant American flags. I'm off an of American it. And then he man. smashed two Budweisers together and then tore this chick's top off. It was fucking sick. I saw John Jameson, and I immediately knew he was a flag guy. You'll never see but, that uh, film of him playing football, the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no, he's pretty bad. He throws with his left hand, but he's really a righty. But uh, this guy happens to be MJ's boyfriend. Whoa. Oh, and Peter has to take fucking photographs what of the girl he loves. Chad, Mary with James yeah, with this fucking Chad. Like, yeah. It's like he's supposed to Such be like that. Chad. I'm sure he's smart. He's an astronaut. But he plays football on the moon. It's like, like, can't you be doing science up there? Nope. Good. We sent him up. We, <laughs> we you can only play football and golf on the moon. All of his experiments and his thesis were based on, uh, you know, the dynamics of how a football travels through the, the vacuum <laughs> that's of space. How they, that's the how moon. they invented the vortex They football. did, like, three different experiments. Money well spent. But so... Peter just still can't get apps because he's sad. And then he sees <laughs> he sees Mary Jane outside and he's like, listen, like, I'm not Spider-Man, but we can't be together. And she's just like, wee. And as you said, she definitely is playing uh, John Jameson like a fiddle. 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 And what a the fiddle. fuck is that? A fi- fiddle. A fiddle. And Peter can't even get a fucking drink. He gets an empty drink. And uh, th- that wouldn't fly in COVID times. He put his fucking and, lips yeah, on it, dude. COVID. That was gross. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really rough. He's got a it's cold like, sore now. And he, and he, yeah, oh he's God. he's just like, oh, this has J.K. Simmons lipstick all over it. But um, <laughs> so then uh, Franco goes up to Peter and starts smacking him in the face in the middle of this public event going, keep your, my wife's name. <laughs> Out your fucking mouth! <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. It wouldn't it be great? But uh, he's just smacking the shit out of him, Lord. and then he's like, and he goes outside, and then Peter finds out that Mary Jane agrees to marry the Moon Boy, and Peter again has to take fu- Peter's life. Fucking sucks. It's terrible. Peter Parker's life is awful, and so then he's trying to do the fucking web slinging again and it's still failing um puberty or blue balls will never know and um you know like we we check in on octavius and he's building his uh his his fusion reactor reactor he lights a cigar with one of the tentacles i thought that was really cool and then peter sees the doctor who kind of is saying you're you're losing your focus, which yeah. is like again, without saying he's Spider Man, it's like you need to fo- like you need to be focused and it'll work. So because Peter is now beginning to have this inner turmoil of like, uh, you know, should I be Spider Man, should I not be Spider Man kind of deal, that's sort of what it is. It's mm-hmm. like he's blocking it because 
he has other wants in life, but sometimes right. it's not about what you want. It's about what the world needs. It's about great power. That's yeah. that classic and the great Beatles song. You can't always get what you need all the time. That's the song, right? Yeah, it's that's a good song. By the Rolling Beatles. The, the Rolling Beatles. But then uh, Peter has a dream about uh, Uncle Ben, <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Aunt May earlier. Yeah. Yes. No, it's the same dream Aunt May was having. <laughs> but it's basically, it's not like a rehash of their combo, but they're like, t- it's the only time that Peter, uh, Peter Parker gets to talk about being Spiderman to anybody. And, uh, it's just like you have to make the choice. Like you've been given this gift, you're either going to use it or not. You must take the ring. Yeah, you must take the <laughs> ring or not. <laughs> to, to mortal. Listen, <laughs> when you guys do Lord of the Rings, I'm totally on board. Right? <laughs> I've read the Silmarillion. Okay, I'm all about it. <laughs> so, in this, Peter decides that he will be Spider-Man no more, which is totally reasonable. Spider-Man. Well, also no that more. is. Um, that shot, that great shot of him walking away from the dumpster with it not fully stuffed down into the trash can where no one yeah, can ever find it. He job. just leaves it hanging Why out like for a kid to find it. Why wouldn't you just burn it? Some guy's going to jump off the roof of a building because he's fucking, he's never been the same since that car accident. And he's, I'm Spider-Man. And then just jumps off the roof. But then, fucking, you know, we got to say as uh, the next act of the movie begins that the Spider-Man No More montage is pretty fun. We get raindrops falling on my head. head. Just that like doesn't mean that the hero to save us. <laughs> but, um, so he seems like he's pretty happy, but he's turning into a fucking dweeb again, which is kind of lame, but th- whatever. He so, was kind of a dweeb the whole time, though. Yeah. And he's doing well in class. He's showing up. He's got that great first, I think it's the first weird Sam Raimi transition where at the end of that montage, he freeze frames it like it's a yeah. fucking 80s sitcom each yeah. time i watched it i thought that hulu fucked up but then i was I, like I oh thought no my that stream was froze yeah. It did. yeah it's a it's a fun little thing it's a fun little thing to do and then it's play night and peter finally shows up um to and MJ's this also play. proves that mj is just a really bad actress because she sees him this time and maybe she's up. maybe she's just got to get worse vision Yep. She breaks yeah. so hard. Yeah, she, they need to remove her from the show. She's drinking too much. She's a but she does get removed in Spider-Man 3. But then they're walking <laughs> and talking. And seriously, a lot of these scenes, you're basically the graduate. Like yeah. It's like she he needs to split up the marriage. He loves her, but he can't be with her in real life because of all these extenuating uh, and uh, all this different shit. <laughs> you he know. drives a Porsche to the MJ church. says a weird and, line, too. Oh. She says, uh, you can't get off if you don't get, get on. on. Yeah. And I was just like, there's a lot of like a lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> a lot of this stuff with not being able to shoot and lines like that. It also just makes me think that Peter's losing his focus because he can't get his sweet, sweet nut. <laughs> but um <laughs> No no one else heard that line. I, the first night I watched it, I was pretty bliggity, but I also had like a fucking drink in my hand. She's like, You can't get off. If you don't get on, I was like, hell yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, gave, right. you gave your TV a high five. <laughs> just like, hell yeah. So then I'll the garbage man, one. a garbage man shows up at the uh, Daily Bugle and hands over the Spider-Man suit. And then, uh, you know, at the same time, he's planning the wedding 
which is pretty funny. Like it's just like, but it's pretty extravagant. But then there's no more um, Spider-Man. So much so that Peter sees a guy getting mugged in broad daylight and doesn't, doesn't do lift a finger. He, he hovered for way too long. <laughs> the way he was watching it made me think that he was going to like slowly reach into his pants and start whacking it. And he was just like, I love violence now. When I was faking masturbating, I'm sure I just punched two myself sides of that story. Nuts, like four times. <laughs> but then they go to uh, oh man, then they go to uh, May and Peter visit Uncle Ben's grave, and it's like, and they pour, time, they dump rice on. Yeah, him. I was gonna say Uncle like ben. it's like every time I go with Uncle Ben, it's just like I can't help but think of the rice, and I feel bad. But then that follows up. Which is what I think is the scene, the scene that packs the most emo, uh, like emotional punch, which is when Peter reveals to Aunt May the details of Ben's death for the first time. Yeah. And it's something he's been carrying around for so long, but obviously it's very upsetting because, you know, Peter is in a way culpable in the death. Like yeah. he let the guy go oh, and he yeah. could have stopped him. And so it's just this thing where Aunt May is really upset with him. And then, you know, well, and I mean, Peter, if he hadn't been on that phone call while Uncle Ben was going to get his twist cone from the ice cream man, he probably could have stopped <laughs> yes. Uncle Ben from getting shot yeah, by the, the gang member. Yeah, the guy was like, oh, you want a vanilla twist, huh? I don't think so. But um, I thought he was at a rainbow cone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got that girl killed. But then uh, Doc Ock, we check in on him again. And now he need, he just needs the tritium to connect it, but then he drops in on Franco, and again another nice Sam Raimi effect when it's doing the steps, it'll zoom in a little bit, zoom in a little bit, mm-hmm. zoom in a little bit. He did then, do a nice like pan to one of the many trees that James Franco yeah, had his balcony and, like shook. Just again, he's he just has like such a good imagination and use of space. Like that's what Sam Raimi's real thing is. What's funny, the first time I watched that though, I missed the the second of the tree. I was like looking at my phone or something, and I thought that was gonna lead into a Willem Dafoe cameo. Yes. Like he was like it was all in his head, <laughs> and then you know Doc Ock came over. <laughs> Willem Dafoe Will- has the greatest cameo in this movie. It, Willem Dafoe always gets to peer out of bushes in his films. <laughs> He's just like, and the tritium thing was hilarious too. Because remember the guy that creepily said something about how his dad could never do this, and James yeah. Franco lovingly looked into his eyes yeah. and said, "Thank you." Yeah. Uh, he also said, coming out of the building, he like hinted to the audience, like he's like. He's like, if he only, if he had more than a drop of tritium, he could destroy the whole city. And I was like, yeah, they're foreshadowing. Uh, You're paying attention. And and James Franco at first is like, no, I'm not giving it over. But then Doc Ock (laughs) picks him him up by the leg and goes fucking full Suge Knight on his ass. (laughs) Like he's vanilla ice and is just hanging him over the streets. And, like, he's just fucking, like... Okay, just like, I'll give you the tritium. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm done. Kill me down, man. I'll suck like, in the dick. Yeah, dude, don't worry about it. I won't rap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, piss myself. And so Franco totally sells... He sells Peter the fuck out. There Another reason he's insufferable. Like, uh, again, I mean, he's he just gets more and more points in he, my book. He's He's the rich dude. And he's just the biggest piece of shit out of the oh, two. He's like such he's got the envious life. I hate but him. But you don't want him. You don't want but to then, beat him. 
But then at this point, crime has gone up 75%. That's a lot of percent. Yeah, that's a shit ton of crime rising. And so Peter uh, is just kind of still on the fence. But then there's this big fire that he rescues a child from. So I'm not going to lie. There's a fire scene in the first Spider-Man. And it's Willem Dafoe pretending to be a woman screaming. And I thought... I thought it was going to be the same, be the same thing, too. and yeah. I was like, "Come on, Sam Raimi!" Yeah. No, it was an adorable child that adorable. helped yeah. Peter I, up. Yeah, no, but that was a great scene. One. Yeah, but he misses the other one, and that's the point. It's yeah. just like you can't save everybody, but if he was trying, like if he was Spider-Man, he probably would have been able to. And then he's looking out his window with his shirt off, thinking. They say a hero can save us. <laughs> but um, no, he just goes, he doesn't know what the fuck to do about his situation. And the landlord daughter comes in and she's like, Would you like some cake? Yeah, but we know what that means. She's First of all, uh, so would you like a glass of chocolate or a glass of chocolate cake? Would you like a glass of chocolate cake in the this pan is of how milk? We do it from the school. This is how we do it. You don't want to see cake farts where I'm from. <laughs> but it, it, here was my problem with that scene as um well, like an ex fat boy, I guess. I'm slumming down. I'm looking good. You know yeah, I mean? you're looking great. Um she asks if he wants a piece of chocolate cake. And then when they cut to him cleaning that plate, which he did a shit job of doing, that was clearly a vanilla cake with chocolate frosting. That's not chocolate cake, bitch. Yeah, Why are you she, playing with people's she, emotions like this? She oversold. Strong reaction. She oversold okay. that cake. This is this is when life stops getting polite, starts getting real. Welcome vanilla the, cake. We're the real cake world. I want fucking chocolate cake with chocolate mousse in the middle. I thought he was going to whip that plate across the room and say, fucking liar! And cocoa butternut! I'm just, like, imagining, like, a reality show where it's, like, the real-world cake town, (laughs) and it's just all these pieces of cake, but not moving or talking at all for, like, 45 fucking minutes. I would get high and watch that. I would watch that show, too. (laughs) But so then, uh, but she hands over a thing, um, and it's it's a message from Aunt May, and she's moving out of the house and moving into an apartment, But it's also a moment of reconciliation where she just says, I'm letting go of the past. I'm moving forward with my future and you need to do the same. And the little neighbor boy's like, say, mister, you used to photograph Spider-Man, didn't you? And Peter's like, yes, yes, I did. And that was was wonderful. (laughs) That was Pat Dowell, a one man show. That was very good. I think you forgot to mention the part where Aunt May turned around and went like, yeah, you're out of the fucking will too yeah i know you don't you don't get a scent of my lazy scent of this house that the city's about to own because i'm broke yeah i'm broke as fuck but so then the kid is like you know again like he is a fucking like that kid is definitely a nerd Mm -hmm. he's getting beat up like peter parker and then aunt may says you know peter they say a hero can save us. She says something around that She's, line. She says, you know, I believe that I believe that there's a, he- a little hero, a hero in all of us. In all of us. Oh, okay. She says That's it with the like, big line. It's much sweeter. She's I am an, sorry. So that... she is an English actress. So I th- it was like I don't know if that was like her best like American New York style yeah. Yeah. accent that she was gonna do. I don't know. Yeah, she was at least trying. She was really sweet though. I think she was. She's. She reminded me of like the guy that played Alfred in all the Batman movies. Oh, yeah, like even the sure. two terrible ones. Yeah. So <laughs> like, then it was a great role. Perfect casting. Yeah. There was never a terrible one. You take that back. <laughs> and then Peter is practicing. It's kind of a mix of the first one and the Matrix, but he falls off the 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 tall building. 
he catches the rope and swings into the side and then falls on top of the car and he's like my back my back which is well he goes i'm back i'm back and then my back my back but he actually hurt his back yeah no on on seabiscuit and they said that he was going to get recast as a like jake gyllenhaal was going to take over his role that was actually from what i is that hearsay what i had read he was like, I want more money. And they were like, well, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to do it for the same price we're going to pay you. And he goes, oh, oops. That's a good <laughs> move. That's a good play. Okay, fine. But so um, John and MJ are setting out those uh, wedding invites. And MJ's like, I hate Peter. I definitely don't imagine him naked. But then, uh, uh, like I said, they recreate the kiss. And I'm just like, MJ. Girl, you gotta get it, and you gotta get it with the web. You gotta, you gotta sling with that guy. But she looks conflicted, conflicted after the kiss because she doesn't want to marry this guy, and now she's into fucking deep. But um, then, uh, she like she and Peter decide to meet at a at a coffee shop, and this is another. Oh my god! But so MJ is called off the wedding because Peter had been like, I have changed. I'm not Spider-Man every anymore, but you don't know that. So I'm back to just being a normal dude. And uh, now he's like, I think that I'm kind of Spider-Man again, but you don't know that. So I'm not sure about that. But it doesn't even matter because it gets interrupted by a fucking cab coming through the window, rolling through the the Central Perk Cafe, and it's like, no one told you that was gonna be this way. Crash! Yeah, and all the friends die. That was the season finale originally. But, um, so, like, Peter saves her, and then it's a nut, just again, and I love it, and it, it seriously just puts me into mind of Bruce Campbell and then the teacher from Matilda, I can't remember the actress's name, but that's what she's in. Miss they do something similar where the steps are going, and so it'll be outside zoom in and then inside zoom in. Like, you know what I mean? It would go exterior, interior, and kind of switch off. And then it's Doc Ock who demands that Peter take uh, take him to Spider-Man, again, not knowing and this is like the ultimate cock block by the way, if I ever need to stop a romance from happening, I am throwing a taxi through a window <laughs> but then uh, so... it was actually just like a uh, it was like a it was like a Ford Taurus or something oh, it wasn't a it cab? it was like a Chevy or like a, no, it was like a Buick LeSabre nice, a LeSabre 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 how dare also, you mock my accent I'm surprised you haven't brought up like uh, Danny Elfman's like brilliant oh, score yeah. I forgot I, you're so right those shots for... were accompanied by the greatest like like this yeah. like just this menacing like oh here he's coming watch yeah. out for that old doc yeah, oh he's coming shit. it's super fucking funny. here comes Mongo and then he fucking whips <laughs> Peter into a wall like I need you to go find Spider-Man and he says I'll kill you if you do that and then he throws him into a fucking brick wall yeah and, and then he gets buried him. by debris and he goes now go find spider-man like you know you just killed him <laughs> yeah no you if, just killed that if man he's a normal guy he's i definitely think you dead. found spider-man <laughs> also what's up with doc ock being able to like take a bank like desk to the face fly across a bank through a window and into a cab throw the desk off like nothing happened dude you have eight mechanical arms you weren't like 
bitten by a radioactive Superman or something. Like, you yeah. don't have invulnerability. I don't understand why they he, left that in the movie. He does kind of He's go just for a it. normal dude, man. <laughs> like, he could die. <laughs> just the floating body, like... Yeah, like Spider-Man it actually, killed him with that one stunt. It actually, see, it's just like a really great uh, take on Weekend at Burning. Yeah, I was going to say Weekend but, at Doc Ock, too. <laughs> with just like this dead body. <laughs> just in these sentient arms. God, that is fucking hilarious. But then uh, MJ gets kidnapped, predictably, <laughs> because now it has to be like, oh, I got a fart for my girlfriend. That was a nice mix of practical and... Um, visual effects though like oh, he yeah. was cg'd but they clearly had her on like a rig that they were yeah yeah flying through the air with yeah. that was but really now cool. but now peter is forced to be spider-man for the very reason like she was in danger no matter what right because it's like you everyone knows that you know spider-man so what fucking difference does it make it is very again it's very chris gaines and garth brooks um but anyway so J- excellent people now <laughs> smile on your brother so so back at the bugle office, J. Jonah Jameson is regretting running off Spider-Man because he's the only person who can stop Doc Ock. One of the best jokes in the movie and just the best acting moments is when Ted Raimi comes out and goes like it's like uh, J. Jonah Jameson is like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have chased off Spider-Man. Ted Raimi goes, he's the only one who could have stopped Dr. Octopus. And then J.K. Simmons just rolls his eyes and goes, yes. It's just so good. He's just the best. I mean, again, if you need, like, a small role like that, it kind of reminds me, like, not to compare another movie, but it's like uh, John C. Riley in Kong Skull Island. He's only in so much of it, but if you pack that punch, it's so fucking memorable, and it makes the movie so much more fun and enjoyable. But, um, you know, as as J. Jonah Jameson is finally saying nice things about Spider-Man, Spider-Man comes back, gets his suit back, and then J. Jonah Jameson right, switches on him again. Right back to business of hating on Spider-Man. Yeah, it's and insane. Ted Raimi's been in a ton of his brother's stuff, too. He yeah, was in a no, lot of makeup, nice. usually, though. He was, like, different creatures my favorite is uh so army of darkness has two different endings and in the one that i like more the one with uh where it's it's uh bruce campbell working in s smart again ted raimi is who he's talking to and he's like did you remember the words correctly this time and he was like i might have not gotten every single one and then there's a deadite great films watch all of sam raimi's shit for the most part except for like spider-man 3 which is ironic to say but maybe fill out maybe fill out the maybe fill out the trilogy but anyway um now spy now spidey and doc ock are going at it on top of a building it's like where's mary jane where is she and so as they're going at it i don't uh, know i swear to god swear to me swear to me (laughs) rachel but then uh, they fall <laughs> off of a building and onto an elevated train. And I knew this. I knew it was the loop in Chicago. But they're trying to pretend it's New York. New yeah, it's, like, it's like them trying to copy deep dish pizza. There. But this is one of my favorite scenes in a hero movie ever. Th- th- that was the ever. very first scene they filmed. That's amazing. Yeah, Sam Raimi came up with that whole thing himself. And that yeah. was the very first thing they filmed. Well, it's just insane that they're able to use so much dimension on the train. Because they use the yeah. sides the tops the back the front and then obviously the interior when they get to that point you even get but a glimpse just, of a uh, street level yeah, yeah Spider-Man exactly. gets thrown off yeah, yeah and people are getting thrown off and he's doing the webs and like it's like he's trying to stop it and everything like that 
and it's just kind of the same thing where there are just like these funny like comedic moments like you know when he tries to do one of the things and it doesn't work the conductor of the train is like oh god any other bright ideas which seems like a pretty risky game to play when like your life is on the line but oh well and then uh you know doc ock this is where i do think doc ock is evil is his puns because he's like you have a train to catch (laughs) and then uh peter uh after a couple of failed attempts stretches out his spidey skills and stops the train but it's uh, chris evans and captain america where he does this like absolutely asinine moment of strength that would yeah. kill a normal human. Yeah, <laughs> and he's making a face like he has taken a hard dump. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> ate, like he ate combos and potatoes he, the night before. He, To me, he does, like, like embody the perfect, like, here's what Peter Parker would look like if he was a real person. Yeah, But exactly. when he puts on that serious face or when he yells, it's just, it doesn't... Yeah, it's, I know. It's not like a tough I mean, guy yell. Yeah, I know. He's just a little bit too soft-spoken. He had lost his mask at this point, so they kind of push him through the train a little bit, and, like, everyone's looking at him, and it's like he's just a kid. They do that fun thing that, like, all action movies in New York do where all the New Yorkers come together. God, a train full of New Yorkers against you probably is not I mean, fun. It, and it happens that sounds in the, frightening. It yeah. happens in the first movie, too, with yeah. the Green Goblin. And I just, yeah. You gotta go through us if you want to get to Spider-Man. Yeah. I just love the kids coming up and being like, hey, we found something. But we didn't see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so those, 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 uh, those two boys were uh, Tobey Maguire's half-brothers. Oh, Aww. Those two kids, yeah. Also, that was a great Joey. I think that was Joey Diaz, right? The comedian. He's like, you want Spider-Man, you got to go through me. <laughs> oh, like really? Everyone's like, I can't let this guy fucking out New York. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, you got to go through me, too. Yeah, you got to go through me, the Mets, the Jets. Then the Knicks, then the Giants, and then the New York Yankees. That's, I'm going to get killed if I ever it's, visit And the Rangers are coming up behind. Yes. <laughs> but so it's as not about a, the money, Spider-Man. It's about the Mets, baby. <laughs> it's about the Mets. Baby. It's about the Mets. The amazing Go Mets. Mets. But so uh, Spider-Man then gets knocked out by Doc Ock and is brought to James Franco, which is the trade-off that happens is James Franco wants Spider-Man um, and then Doc Ock wants the tritium. 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 Thank you. Wait, what did you say? Nitrotrimanium. And vibranium. And so Alfred Molina keeps his part of the deal. And then just kind of like it's like not even personable. He just takes off as soon as he gets what he wants. And then uh, James the Franco okay. just grabs a knife and is about to kill Peter, but then kind of has like a when he finds out it's Peter. I mean, it would be pretty shocking if you thought Spider-Man killed your dad and then Spider-Man was, was your friend. friend. It would be pretty crazy. It's me, your best friend, Peter. Don't stab yeah, me. Yeah, but you would also then, have to be a complete fucking moron not yeah. to know the one guy who gets impossible shots of Spider-Man. Isn't yeah, Spider-Man. exactly. Isn't just fucking Spider Man. So stupid. And it's just like this thing again. I don't know. It's so silly. You keep but mentioning, then, too, that he dropped off Willem Dafoe's body. Like, did he strip? Did he? Did he strip him naked? And it kind drop of looked him off? like it. Like, yeah, he, he draped just, him an American he was just, flag or something yeah. like. God bless me. <laughs> Stop the steal. And I'm but, proud to be an American. But so they're having this fight, and then Peter's like, the city's going to get destroyed. We Like, shut up. Stop being such a fucking fuckboy for once. And then they go to the Doc Ock lair, and this is kind of proving Peter's point. 
that it's dangerous to be his boyfriend. But my thing about this is it's just like if she wants to like make a choice to be with him, right? You should do that. Which she's been showing what, us the whole time. Yeah, and that's why I every once in a while I'll do what I call like a relationship stress test where I just straight up will just be sitting on the couch and I pretend to have like a heart attack or something. I'll just mm-hmm. be like, oh, honey, can you please hit? Uh, oh, my God. And then um, I see how Anne reacts to it. And then I give her pointers on it afterwards. I'm like, oh, that was a pretty slow reaction time. I'm not totally sure about that. Dear but so, Lord. Yeah, no, she it's pretty you. unhealthy. <laughs> but so she's all chained up. And she's all, like, she's just uh, wait, kind of Anne or Mary Jane? Mary Jane. Okay. Anne is, oh, Anne oh, is okay. free as a bird. Oh, and then gosh. as Doc Ock is working, uh, Spider-Man shows up. And uh, MJ is like, oh, my God, I love you. And uh, that magnet thing happens again. It's like, you got a train to catch. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. What? Fool huh? me once. Shame on me? What? Fool me twice. Won't be Sh- fooled again. Hell yeah. <laughs> now watch me hit some dingers. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished, boys. But Mary Jane almost gets sucked into the fucking fusion reactor, and Spider-Man yeah. saves her. And then... Uh, Basically, he gives Doc Ock like literally the same speech he gives James Franco. The whole city's gonna be destroyed. Yeah, basically. Well, first That's he has all to keeps beat happening. the fucking brakes off him first, right. where he's like just sitting like in a pool of water, like yeah, probably paralyzed now. Yeah, <laughs> and then Peter like like it's this fight, and he gets like uh, Doc Ock to stab through the power line, and he gets like shocked and stuff. And then Peter reveals himself to Octavius and is like, the city's going to be destroyed. And she says this, the, 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 uh, what's it called? The Aunt May line. What was it again? Oh, um, there's, there's a, a hero, hero in, in all every, of us. Yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of hero in all of us or something. And then, and then that is able to inspire Doc Ock to be like, no more arms, you're back in my control. And then he shuts down the experiment and sacrifices himself to save any, everything. But then Peter looks over at MJ and she sees that he's Spider-Man for the first time. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) But then it's a it's like the potential last minute on Earth. And then fucking Peter like is finally like, oh, by the way, I love you. I'm reading you this T.S. Eliot poem from my head. I'm holding up this giant wall, too. It's just like, man, I'm sure she would have been fine knowing. Like, it's just like she already gets kidnapped by the villains because apparently she's the best look. She's the best look of one in New York. And then so Octavius finally throws the thing in the Hudson. And then uh, Peter, like, kind of rescues them. And then he has a web confession. Because they're in their web of in their in his web of lies. <laughs> no, they're just both like kind of it's in kind the web of like, hammock. It's kind of sensual, like mm-hmm. it's kind of sexy, but like mm-hmm. they're like hanging out in the uh, in the web, and MJ's like, "I fucking knew you were Spider Man." His breath tasted familiar, and that's what he says: "Is I can't let you be, uh, you know, I can't let you be with me because you'd always be in danger." Wait, did she say that his breath tasted familiar? Yeah. That's fucking creepy as shit. I missed that. I must have totally... I yeah, watched no, it three you... times in two days, and I totally did not hear that. Yeah, that was definitely a real line in the movie. That is creepy as not shit. Not made up at all. She get that line from fucking <laughs> Kevin oh. Spacey? What the fuck? Oh, you fucking gaslighting me. You fucking jag. I am a jag. But then uh, she gets reunited with Moon Boy. 
Um, and then <laughs> it's just like going to be like he dips out. But then um, th- there is that good shot of him watching from a distance. That's kind of like it, it's so silly because it's Spider-Man, but it's kind of like a beautiful, tragic moment where he's watching it. But that's kind of the end. You know, Octavius mm-hmm. is at the bottom of the Hudson. The fusion reactor is destroyed. Mary Jane is safe. Like, you know, there's all this stuff. But dun, dun, dun. then we cut back to Franco's house. He's cleaning the pee out of his pants from Dr. Octopus's last visit. And then he starts hearing Willem Dafoe's voice in his head. Avenge me. Avenge me. That is the best line in the whole movie. <gasps> Actually, Avenge me. This goes back to me mentioning uh, Willem Dafoe walking into places. So that was not supposed to be a cameo at all. Uh, Willem Dafoe lived in New York at the time, and he was walking by where they were filming. <laughs> oh, and he's just like, beautiful. hey, what's up, guys? And they just fucking gave him a quick little thing in the movie. Oh, where that's he goes, that's Avenge awesome. me! Yeah, because like, basically it just leads Franco to this green goblin den, and then Franco's starting to realize, like, oh. And then he's like, is this my dark legacy? But then we don't know until the third one. And then it's at the uh, it's at the it wedding. Is. And it's just like, you know it's coming the whole time, but still, it is kind of a nice moment. But MJ is like, she just takes off. She leaves Moonboy in the dust. And J.K. Simmons is very funnily upset. That guy can just, he's, he... Uh, Call Diane. The one, of my, one of my professors, like, loved uh, people who could just walk in a room and not say anything and be funny. Like, just kind of like like how Hank Azaria in The Birdcage, how he can't walk in normal shoes. So every time he walks into the room, it's just the funniest shit in the world. It's like watching like a dog with shoes on or something. It just yeah, doesn't look exactly. Normal. What did you call the shot when Mary Jane is running in the wedding dress through so, Central Park? <laughs> well, I wanted to mention even before that, like how the news got broken to John was just like a note delivered to him by like an overly aggressive Italian woman that was like an actress with Mary Jane. God, yeah, it she was, was weird. aggressively Italian. Yeah, but it's also Mary Jane's only friend. But yeah, Mary Jane running after that had these very strange like like tilted shots like these angled shots and this weird like filter over it it looked like a fucking like maybe perfume it's... commercial where yeah, like it was called really like did. liberté yeah. like, Dior. <laughs> like, like be Cause, liberated because it is really like a happier ending and like spider-man yeah, version of the oh fuck that guy he, Sometimes can go, he played he football goes, on the moon yeah God dude it. he's not even captain football you. Yeah, he's, he's not, not even Captain, captain Touchdown. Touchdown. He's not Captain Touchdown would have scored on those moon aliens up there. I must run through the and fields. then fought in Vietnam. He went to Nam, but then uh, MJ kind of goes into the studio apartment, and it's kind of like that. Will they? Won't they? Push and pull, like like Pim, like like Jim and Pam in the office when it's just like everyone knows you guys are going to get together. Just get it the fuck over with, and then they start making out. And MJ is doing a very strange, like, baby talk. I do She's not like, like her voice. It's all a lot of fun when it's good. And it's just like, ugh. Well, yeah, but then she, sa- think it she says the line, though. She what? says the famous line. They, they Go say, get him, Tiger. They say mm-hmm. a hero can... Oh. Oh, they say a hero can no, save. No, no. <laughs> Go get vindicated is what she says. But yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but then duty calls and breaks off the kiss. And then Spider-Man is off to the next adventure as Mary Jane is stuck at home 
Listening. Looking on after him. Probably. Listening to Dashboard Confessional. And that's it. <laughs> Probably fucking found his, like, weed and porno stash. Yeah. She's just sitting out on his, like, fucking fire escape getting high. Yeah, for real. Like Mary Jane for a reason. <laughs> but so that's it. That's uh, that's the end Spider-Man of Spider-Man 2. 2. Anthony and uh, Zach both feel very, very strongly that it's one of the best uh, superhero movies of all time. I actually time. offhandedly said, oh, I'm recording a podcast tomorrow about Spider-Man 2, one of the, the, the greatest superhero film of all time, and a girl next to me that I didn't know went, I wouldn't say it's the greatest. Yeah. I was like, you shut your mouth. You, you shut your hole. But yeah, that one was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, I don't know that much about Spider-Man and I watched the first one beforehand, but I thought it was a good continuation of the story. I fucking love Alfred Molina. I actually do like Kirsten Dunst, but like, there's not much that she can do with Mary Jane. Mary Jane, I think, yeah, is like perfectly that, captured in just looking after Spider Man at that point out the in window. like where they were. Like yeah. a lot of the later, I know a lot of the more recent like Mary Jane stuff. She's a lot more involved. You're talking yeah. about like uh, like the Nick Spencer stuff. Yeah, 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 the Ryan. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's like a really recent Spider Man. Very recent. Yeah. I, I just love it because it's it, I like I said before. I think it's like a master class in making a superhero movie. Yeah, it's pretty great. Sam Raimi clearly had. He has a clear understanding of how to get these insanely unique shots. Yeah. And then also set the shots up to where it is. It's like a comic book. Like, like a good example in the movie is when Peter buys the flowers from Mary Jane. Yeah. And he gives the guy cash and he takes like the whole bundle and the guy like taps his shoulder and, and he takes the flowers back and then hands them back like two. It's like you broke piece of shit you can only have two flowers like oh, what are you doing yeah. but yeah. like that's like four panels of a comic book like you yeah. would see that in a comic and sam raimi i think just has like the greatest understanding of how to set those shots up yeah but then also utilize all these random background characters that usually don't do shit except for run from danger in comic books and go like go spidey go or like yeah. stanley yeah. pulling a girl out of the way and copping a field at the same time probably <laughs> yeah, it's a, a little bit but it's also yeah like you were saying like the the framing in the regard that like it's just a hand coming in yeah it's yeah. like that they're so good at that yeah there's it's a just, lot of it's those. just great visuals. like the, the train the, tr- the train fight too is a great example like there's there's a shot where he recovers off the side of that building and does like that like awesome like yeah. dive yeah. off the corner of the roof yeah and i'm like that's like a panel straight out of a fucking yeah, it's comic like a book it's page. beautifully yeah. it's done well and like the first uh doc ock when he for the sentient hand like looks at him and like you can see it, see it, see itself through his eyes. Yeah, like that's such a cool moment too. That he's, yeah. it's very Sam Raimi. Yeah, but so you know, this was a this was a really fun one to discuss. So thank you very much for sitting down and giving me back my V card, Zach. That, that that felt very good. I'm just kidding. No, your comic book knowledge is uh, is very necessary. Listen, it's it's very limited on Spider-Man, but if you ever do like a Batman Returns Christmas special, I'm there. <laughs> I'm not making any promises pretty, at that, but idea, I'm sure actually. I'm sure I'm sure Batman yeah, will make an appearance. I, you know, at like some Urso, point. I lean a little bit more towards the DC and the independent side. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree it, with that. I, agree I will that. say I don't think I've ever watched a movie three times in two days and not gotten sick of it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Like that, Spider-Man Two is pretty fucking good it holds up very well all right so that's the end of this one so i get the pleasure of introducing the next film that we're which is gonna be news to us (laughs) yeah no i haven't told anybody ahead of time i actually am deciding right now but i feel like because i wore the hoodie 
Like I yeah. feel like that's a sign from uh-huh. God on what we should be watching. I was thinking so that too. The the next uh the next film we are going to be watching is the 1954 and I am going to call it masterpiece Gojira which is the original Japanese version. Uh, we will be referring to it as Godzilla in the next okay. one. We just need to get the title down just to show we're not right. like, it's Godzilla, damn it. But it's, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously it launched a couple like of this mouth sh- breathers watching <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. The very first one is really, really good. Um, it's a Japanese film. Um, and obviously, duh. <laughs> That was really stupid. But um, yeah, it's great, and it's on HBO Max, so you should definitely watch it. So, All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love you very much, and uh, remember... They say a hero could save us Not gonna take it away I'm pretty sure those lyrics are (laughs) I just am making them up all the time. Have you seen the well-to-do up on Lenox Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air? High hats and colored collars, white bats and fifteen dollars, spending every dime for a wonderful time. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where Harlem sits? Putting on the ribs. Bangle gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee, all misfits. Putting on the ribs. That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Every Thursday evening with her swell bows. Robbing elbows, come with me and we'll attend their jubilee and see them spend their last two bits. Putting on the red.